Have you guys heard my news? I have a new sex gig. I'm not a porn star. It's better. I just launched my new premium skincare brand called Emily and Tony. These products are tried and true to help spice up your sex life, which is what I'm all about. I'm talking about massage oil candles that are one part candle, one part body oil, and check out these flavors. They come in delicious scents like creme de vanilla, cocoa, and fougere. And they're hydrating, and they leave your skin feeling super luxurious. We even have a product for the guys called Down Under Comfort that helps keep their balls smelling fresh and clean and dry all day, which is exactly what you want, right? So guys, if you take care of your balls, your partner will take care of you. So help us keep this podcast free. Use code EMILY to get 20% off your first purchase at emilyandtony.com. Trust me, you'll love them, and you're welcome. Look into his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex. Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone day. Hey, Emily, you got a boyfriend? Because uh, my man E here, he just got his heart broken. He thinks you're kind of cute. The girl's got to have her standards. Oh, my. Do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? What do you mean, like laundry? It shrinks? Can we not talk about sex so much? Are you kidding me? Oh, my God, I feel so good. Being bad feels pretty good. Well, you know, Emily's not the kind of girl you just play with. You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com. Well, you can listen to all of our podcasts. You can also go right to iTunes and subscribe, which is so damn easy, because then you'll never miss one of our shows again, ever, because we're doing more and more shows now, two to three new shows a week. And you, as you know, these shows change your life and change your relationship. You should also sign up for our mailing list. Go to sexwithemily.com. You know, I am not just making you great podcasts every week. I also have an amazing website. And I don't want to do my own harm, but we give you blog posts every day that are really informative. It's all free. We've got videos. We've got blogs. We've just got interesting things going there, and I think you'll like it. Not only that, if you sign up for the mailing list, which you should. I will not spam you. I will not tell your name, but I will send you tips. First of all, when you sign up instantly. You get the five biggest mistakes you're making in bed. You can choose if you're a man or a woman. And you know what? I know we all like to think we're perfect. Adonis is in bed or goddess is in bed, but we've all tend to make a mistake here and there. So that might help you as well. And then I'll just send you a little letter every now and then, a little email with some um, tips on it for better relationships and sex and maybe some discounts for your favorite stuff. Hey, Anderson, great to be here with you tonight. Good, great to be here with you, sex. This is a really big night. It's I, like literally big. Like literally big? He's big. He's big? I was in the bathroom with him. Oh, my God. You were? I no. love that you did some reconnaissance. Okay, so here's what's going on, everyone. This is a first for Sex with Emily. I've probably done about 2,000 shows. And so I've just started Tinder. Have you all heard Tinder? It's a popular app sweeping the nation. It's kind of started like Grinder was the gay app. And everyone thought you meet people by geography and they're like, oh, that'll never work. Everyone hooks up. So Tinder is an app you download for your smartphone. They are not my sponsor. Anderson wanted me to make that clear. Just my friend, I was in New York a few weeks ago. She's like, you're not on Tinder. And so all you do is you put in your, what you're, it's very simple, which is why I think people like it. You put in your age range that you're looking for. You put in if you're looking for men or women and you look at how far away you want them to be. I don't want to be anywhere from, I only want to be eight miles away or less. So pictures show up. I, you know, then I put up a profile. I put up four pictures and a little bit about me. You're so, a little nervous right now. I am? You're a little bit nervous. I'm talking because my I have a private, okay, so the part to the chase is, I did Tinder and I met this guy and he see so you have a match. If you like, so you see all these pictures come up, right, Anderson? Right, I've never done Tinder because I'm married and it sucks. 
Right. Well, it doesn't suck that I'm married, but it sucks this technology was not I around know, 10 years ago. right? Yeah. So it's kind of fun because I'm, you know, I'm really busy. I don't have a lot of time to date. And it's kind of a game. So you just swipe, like, you basically look at the pictures if you like them. Is it, is it like buying a car, though? Can you put in, like, what kind of, like, size? No, you can't put like? in, like, how no. tall and how much money. No, it's not like anything like Match or those sites, which are also great. But it's just, you just literally put in age range and geographical proximity to you. And you don't put ethnicity, you don't put height. And then, so what happens is if you, you have an X and a heart, if you like someone, you press a heart. Now, if they like you, eventually, let's, let's say they're swiping through and they like you, then it says you've got a match. And then it puts it in the right, then you can get message each other. But if you like someone and they don't like you, or if you're not matched, that means they didn't like you, it doesn't matter. So I had this guy that I liked and he liked me. We had a match. And he was funny. We just started messaging. And I said, I do this show every night. And I said, I, you know, I, he doesn't, I didn't tell him, any, I don't know anything about him. But just to make this clear is that he said to me, I recognize your picture. I knew it was familiar. He had worked briefly. I did a reality show a few years ago on Bravo. He briefly worked at the production company and he recognized my picture from that. So he knows it was called Misadvised on Bravo. So he knows that about me. But I know nothing about him. All I know is his name is Chad. And that, so I said, uh oh, when he said that. And he was funny. Like, I love funny. And we were texting. He said, well, can you get together Monday, Tuesday? I said, I'm doing a show, I'm doing a show, I'm doing a show, which is kind of all I do. Yeah. And he said, what do I have to come on? We have to have a date on the show. And I thought to myself, that's a frigging great idea. I've never had a blind a date or a blind date on the Sex Without My Show. So let's do this. This is like so a death I've date, never right? seen him. He's like hidden in the room. Anderson seen him, gave him a thumbs up. I did. He's a, uh, he's a good guy, but he might have just been putting on. You know, I, I'm kind of like right. the father. He's trying to impress you, right? So I'm a li- I am a little nervous. I guess I've never done a date with anyone. Why- well, on television, but this is real. Well, now, all 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 uh, curtains. We've down. got some wine here too. Yeah, you're drinking. It's it. There's candles. There's actual uh, your candles are lit in there. It smells fantastic. Emily and Tony candles, which smell. Have you ever smelled all of them? Three of them together. I uh, just now when I lit it's, all three of them for you. It's, yeah. it's, people don't realize that they all smell. Amazing, and together. they make your person smell pretty good too. I I, uh, I used it on my wife over the weekend. You did because she was having lots of pain in her back, and I'm like, all right, let's light this thing up, and, and uh, gave she... her a little rub down. It looks smells. You know amazing. what it was? Her butt was hurting. <laughs> she would kill me, sure. Her butt because she went horseback riding for the oh. first time in a long time, and her butt was like really sore from the the horseback. Like riding. right above her butt, like to the lower back butt. Yeah, yeah, her, her haunches. Right. So I gave her a little massage. And then the, the next day, the next morning, woke up and she she always smells lovely, but she smelled fantastic See? the following day. Yeah. So what kind was? Do you remember what you used? Cocoa, whatever vanilla? you gave me. There's no. Uh, so they all smell amazing. It. They're not sticky, waxy, hot. It's massage and it's warm. You know, burner. It's like warm Are coconut oil. Are you going to rub oil. some on your day? Well, well okay. here's the thing. Right now, I just so I use them at my house's atmosphere all the time. But if you want to give someone a massage, I feel like everyone needs this goddamn candle. Maybe I'll. Who knows what could happen in here, Anderson? We'll maybe see. I'll be giving a massage in ten minutes. And the next half hour, or maybe I'll minutes. be coming up with an excuse to end the show because I'm oh, not attracted to you him. You know what? Before he gets in here, give me a signal, or get, we should come up with a safe word for a things aren't word. going well, and you want me to end the interview somehow. How about? Looks like we gotta go. <laughs> That's not a very clever one. How about? Um, so tell me about yourself, is, Anderson. This red wine is very dry. Mm. All right, and if it's going good, the this red is wine. Good tastes red sweet. wine, Lauren, my assistant, just picked this up. I'm like, get the wine.
All right, so a comment, good or bad about it. If the wine, if, if the date's not going good, you talk about how you don't like the wine much. If it's going good, you talk no, about I'm how No, I'm probably going to mess it up and say it's really good. Okay, so if it's bad wine? If it, no, if it's a bad date, it's bad wine. If it's a good date, it's Oh, good this wine. is easy. This Simple. is easy. I'm yeah. nervous. Okay. You are. You're very nervous right now. Now, you said to me last night. Now, on Tinder, you see pictures, right? Last night, you said, uh, I saw a picture of him, so I kind of have seen him now. But you already saw the picture on Tinder. I saw a picture on Tinder, Did he send but... you another picture? No, no, no. Just on Tinder. I just saw like uh, four pictures on Tinder. Oh, you get, how many pictures can you put up there on the Tinder? Like six. Okay. It's and, hard for and that's, some people I to find. I know nothing about him, but he knows sex with Emily because he's... Good pictures. Yeah, it is hard to find. For some people, yeah. So that's all I know, and then I don't remember what he wrote in his profile. Mm. I, we, I just liked him because I thought he was cute. Should we bring this dude in? Yeah. You are really nervous. I can, well, I, I just have never had a date on the air. No lies at all. Uh, Emily's more frazzled than she normally is. I'm normally really frazzled, but right now I'm... I know I'm good. I, I can handle this. And we're doing a show. It's not like you guys aren't going to learn anything about sex you know, and dating on the show. How I could tell uh, you're nervous is you never pop the microphones and you were popping them. You're I am popping? popping? Yeah, you're a little, little poppy. Can you change that in post? No, no I won't. I you're going to make want, me pop? I want the listener to know Why would I be popping more? Because you're nervous and you're like I'm closer. You're nervous. getting close to that big mic, black mic. All right, let's, uh, let's get him in. Oh, my God. Anderson, you promised you said he was cute. He, nice. I, don't, I can't That's, tell I if a guy's cute. I can't tell. But he's cool. Would you stuck him into the front of the television to watch sports? I'm like, here, dude. There's a MC Did he sports like sports? Around the, around the corner. I have no idea. I'm, I'm not man. so into a guy who loves sports, but if he likes sports, that's okay. All right, well, like that's obsessed a good sign with sports? because when I went to check on him, he wasn't looking at the sports. He was looking at the phone. Oh. Yeah. Well, then he's obsessed with his phone. That's bad, too. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, him? hi, Chad. I know. I set a special atmosphere for you. My, my date has arrived. Hi, Chad. Hello, how are you? Hi. I think so. We're going to hug. Should, definitely. Right? Hey, how Hi. Are you? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So All nice right. to um. So nice to meet you. Have a seat there, Lauren, and, and we got some wine for you. Do people usually hug on the uh, first date? I, you know, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Why not hug on the first? Why not hug on the first date? Anderson's so far, married, so, good. so I don't know what he does now. You already know he's married. I saw the ring on the finger. He told oh, me all he's about married. It. He likes to talk about he's married, which is kind of. I know. Didn't share enough. Although you did just share that you gave her a butt massage last night, which I appreciate. Put it this way: I know more about Anderson than I know about you now. What? Really? Yeah, I know. I know where he lives. I know where he used to live. I know where he grew up. Okay, but I did just let people know that. Okay, so I filled Cheers, in my man. audience. Cheers! Oh, so nice to meet you. I know. I've my manners. <laughs> Hello, welcome. Yeah, welcome yeah. to the um. You did that look. In the, the show. She did the look in the eyes thing with the cheers. Yeah, you're supposed to. I know. And I'm still looking at you. That's the thing, like, with dating girls do that. They're like, look in the eyes. Oh, I don't do that. That's annoying. I know. I'm not annoying like that. I wouldn't be like, look in the eyes, do this, do that. But I did it naturally. You did. I'm just a natural like that. But I think you were waiting to see if I was going to look back. No, I wasn't. I wasn't waiting to see. Okay, so this is what I said, Chad, is that you say you know more about Anderson, but I got to be honest, before you came in here, I had to explain to my audience that I've done 2,000 shows I've never had a date on the show. And I said, I explained to them about Tinder if they don't know, which they've been living on a rock maybe or they're married. But everyone's kind of doing Tinder. And I just started recently and I said that you messaged me. We liked, we mutually liked each other. Right. And then you said that my picture looked familiar because you kind of knew me from Misadvised, this well, television it, show that I did. But Yeah, it took a second for me to put it together. I'm like, she looks familiar. And then I was like, oh, wait, she was on the show and I knew about the show because of work. and Right. So, okay. But so you could have Googled me, but I don't even know your last. I literally don't know your last name. I know nothing about yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's all we know. But you later. probably didn't Google me much or anything. No, no I didn't. Absolutely I not. No, because I remember you from the show. I remember I liked you when you were on the show and I was at the premiere party for the show. Okay. And I was like, she's smoking hot. 
and but you were too busy being oh, that's nice. you were too busy being sort of a celebrity in the moment. Yeah, that was, was my like five your, minutes of fame. Your show was launching. I'm like, oh, she would never notice a guy Aww, like me. And look, I noticed you in Tinder. That's why Tinder is great. Exactly. So, um, how many Tinder dates do you have this week? None. Come on. No, none. I'm not like a big Tinder dater. No, no. no I've that's only what they done... all say. No. Well, first Just of kidding. all, I think we got to be honest that the fact that there was some sort of uh, connection connection through work made it a little right. bit easier to right. do Right, because I wasn't, because then, because Anderson, when I told him I was going to do this, he's like, well, we should get a security guard in. I'm like, no, uh. no, no, there's sort of a connection. <laughs> Although I don't know him. Right, Anderson? Yeah. There was hey. some legitimacy to it all. Legitimacy to yes. it all. It feels like a plug, but it's not. Let me just tell the listeners, this is not a plug for Tinder at all. I know, all. Anderson no. was really upset. I should have gotten him to sponsor the show before. Or just called him Binder or something. I don't no, think we should be giving God. them free He's plugs. so uptight. Whatever, I'll have him try. I'll have, uptight, but listen, I'll have him sponsor ask. before we release it, and I'll give you a percentage. We can talk about other dating sites like Grouper and OkCupid. Yeah, well, we were going to because those. I've actually, I've never dated online before. Um, I got a quick you? question, guys. Go. Quick question. So on Tinder, you gotta, you're got you swiping through. You're just looking at randoms. And then somebody's got to like somebody first, right? And then right. somebody's got to like somebody back. Exactly. Where yeah. to begin? But you don't know who went first. We don't know who went first. Oh, you guys don't know? No. no. But if I like someone and then you instantly like them, then you know that they liked you. It could have been five minutes ago. It could have been ten minutes ago. Or I could like someone... And then the ago. next day. So you could have a bunch of likes. Both of you guys could have a bunch of likes, but you have no idea. And they're just floating out there waiting exactly. to be liked. There could be, there could be likes like, like beckoning, screaming in the distance, waiting for me to like them back. Or Absolutely. vice versa. Hot so, commodities waiting. Exactly. But here we are. So you haven't, have you done, so Tinder's new to you. What made you go on Tinder? It's not that it's new. I mean, I've been, again, you know so little about me, but. Um, I know nothing. I know. So, um, no, I've been, I mean, I've been out there. I date in the real world and I just, i I sort of like the whole adventure of all of it, and I don't cut. I don't, you know, cut off my nose to spite my face. Right. I, I try it all. It's I can meet someone at a bar. I can meet someone through work, and I'm like, why not cast the net wider and meet people online? And right. it seems much more acceptable now to do that. Yeah, it's not like the onus that was on it way back when. Oh, where totally. It's like, you know, when you go like to a dating guru and they have to help like a matchmaker. Right, exactly. There was such a stigma. I feel like yeah. it's sort of like how people used to not talk about their therapists and now everyone's like, oh, I was in therapy last week. I feel like with <laughs> online dating, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I was on this site, that site. And it's almost like I think they say like three out of every five people met online, but maybe it's the dating sites releasing those stats. Yeah. But it makes sense. It's a weird culture because, you know, from people I've spoken to about it, apparently really like things like OkCupid, they're real. Their job is really to keep you single. Really? Yeah. Why? Because that's how they make their money. Oh, um, they, right. Yes, they have their success stories, obviously. But someone was explaining it like the business model is really – because what happens you find is like you go on all these dates like on OkCupid or Group or whatever. And they're, they're fun. I mean it's like these social experiments. But you don't really meet – I mean yes, it happens. But on the over – like the majority don't meet that person. Right. And because, so, but why though? Why on OkCupid, for example, or why on? Because, but then is Matt? You're saying all sites or just that site? I, I think it's dating sites in general. Okay. Because again, they make their money off memberships and subscriptions. Yeah, but don't they all have these like money back if you don't find your? I don't mate? know. I don't. Okay. I've never. I've not. I've never done paid date sites. Okay. I Me feel. Neither. I feel like there's. Um, I think when you're paying to be on a dating site, there is an inherent expectation right away because you're right. paying to be there, so you're expecting something or. And again, I've been, I, uh, God, it's so funny because you're going to learn so much about me. This is the point. I Hello, know, it's our date. But it's going to explain so much, I guess, about like what I used to be looking for, what I'm looking for now. Mm. And, but I want to um, know everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the point being, I feel like there's a vibe when you go on online dating, especially where 
there are people who are really on a mission to meet the one. Right. And it really, it it shines through like the, the sun, basically. It's, it's so... Is it because, you're talking about women, for example. And men, too. Okay, so they, do they, cause is it because what they say in their profile? Like, I don't know. Don't. I'm looking for the one or Ugh. don't. And, and That just made me throw my mouth a little bit. Sorry. Look, and I'm I'm a romantic <laughs> to a degree. I I right. do believe. No, just because you shouldn't say it. Okay, go ahead. It's 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 sort of like an act of desperation almost. Right. And, and it's hard because, I mean, I get it. You really want to meet someone, and there there are people, men and women, who, and and again, it's not just women. It's men too who have a hard time just breaking through and and figuring it all out. And um and then it just gets to that desperation point, and it's like that. Are you my Are you my husband? Right. Are you my Are you my wife? Right. And I and. Things like for me, and this is my personal opinion, of course. Like things like JDate or Match. dot com, I think it, it um, it's it's built for a certain kind of person. True. There's different profiles for like every kind of site. I think like Plenty of Fish just for certain people, yeah. and and people. Everyone I tell them on Tinder, they're like, "That's a hookup site." I don't know. I mean, I I have a good friend who who I think is going to marry a guy she met See, on Tinder. See, this is what I'm saying. I don't think I think it could be like okay. So I don't want to call out Lauren, my 22 year old assistant, but I'm going to. Is that she? What up, Lauren? Is that she? Okay, she just moved here from LA, and she she moved here from San Francisco. From San no Francisco. pictures, Lauren. Yeah, not of him, but of me. For me on the <laughs> date, so we can show the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry, we're keeping you incognito. Please. I'm on a date, drinking wine during the show. Okay, so so she was showing me some profiles of some guys, and I get it. Like she just moved here. He was like a bodybuilder. Ugh, he was no shirt, he, no shirt. Yeah. Like all pictures were no shirt. And she said to me, "I'm like, she's like, what do you think?" I'm like, "Yeah, like maybe you want to hook up with him tonight." She's like, "But it's weird. He's not asking anything about me." I'm like, "Okay." So he's already showing you that he's going to be not. He's more interested in himself than you. He wants to like, get his body, but go out and fuck with him tonight. Like I don't care if you have sex with him. So I think for some people, it just depends. Not saying Lauren's like that, but there are certain people. Yeah, it depends what you're looking it for. It's really not like depends. it's not like if I went out with someone on Tinder, it's like I he's expecting to hook up. And I don't. It's, it's all out dialogue. there. I think exactly. every variation's out there. You know, I I have a thing that I've been sort unless of, you thought that I was going to hug up with you tonight. And then no, no, I wasn't thinking. I mean, that's that. saying I wouldn't. All right. Well, hopefully we'll see what happens. Well, really? What about it? Okay. What Anderson doesn't approve. So the site's hooking up. Yeah. So oh, wait, oh, the point I was going to make the quick point about like women who talk about, um, especially on like OKCupid, it's. You know, if you're looking for that one night stand, keep walking. Right. But meanwhile, their photo is is like, them sultry with their boobs out, and I'm not. It's I don't want to take the line of like, oh, they're looking for it. But I think it's how you present yourself, and I think if you present a picture of yourself with you know laying on your bed with your in your lingerie and saying, I'm not looking for exactly. fun. Exactly, it's a little contradictory. Exactly, and I think you can be beautiful in any number of ways. Like I think there's nothing sexier than a woman in t-shirt and jeans. Right, totally. So, I I agree with you. So the guy without the shirt on, I'm just like, okay, you're just there to hook up, or the yeah. girl. But I do have a picture of me. My first pictures you saw mm. is kind of I'm lying on a couch. And my, it's hot though. That's a hot picture. I know, but like I didn't. Maybe I shouldn't. It's have better that than the first... red carpet shot you got. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But oh. I didn't know. I'm like, should I? Because then, like, I just was reading about like red online carpet. dating tips. Yeah, she's got a red carpet shot on there. Is that lame? Yeah. A Wait, bit. what is? Oh, she take it off. Shot? It's like a oh, she's got to step and repeat behind her. It's like that's I'm in show so business. No, 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 that's so lame. I'm taking it off now. I'm seriously I'm so embarrassed. I don't even downstairs. look at it. I'm in show business. No, can I just tell you that I don't even pay attention to this. Now I'm taking it off. What's the one on the couch? What, what's going that's on? Hot. That's hot. That's hot. I'm lying on the couch with my friends. In, in Napa, and I mean, not in Napa, in Palm Springs, and I'm lying on a couch, and my foot's up, and I guess it's She's got a hot, o- it's a hot opener. It's a good, it's a good opening shot. I hate that the separate, I thought I took that down. No. Because 
because Facebook grabs your photos. I don't spend a lot of time on it, to be That's honest. Right. Like, I don't. It's see, fine. now I'm so embarrassed. But that brings me to a point that Go I was going to make about online dating mm-hmm. is they say the last – these are some tips, Rebel. The last picture you should post should be your interesting picture. So now that someone finds you as, like, good-looking, they need something to help start a conversation. Interesting. Yeah. So that this is, these are just tips that people say. Have to start, you know, set yourself apart – have a bold intro, outro, whatever. I didn't even write anything. My friend told me that there's a guy that has it down to a science where he knows how to message a girl to get a response. Oh, I know. I know these guys. There's like a certain... I think it's just cocky confidence. And I think women tend to like someone who just has that sort right. of confidence. Like if a guy says, hey, like your picture. Hi, Em. Hi, hi. How's your day? I don't even answer them because I'm already bored. I already fell asleep right. on the date. I just projected and I was sleeping. So but see, what's worse is like women who pose, don't message me and say, hey. It's like... Anytime you try to dictate something, right. you're set up for failure. Exactly. I'm just um, thinking it. So if they do it, I'm not exactly. Gonna and that's all it should be. It's like it's my flower rule. Like if you're in a relationship, I think you have you ha- at the onset you should say, you know what, I really like when I get flowers once in a while. At that point, it's up to the guy. And if you have to keep reminding him, exactly, game over. People do not pay attention to the cues, and a lot of men and a lot of women don't. But I'm glad that you brought that up because Why? did I just get Anderson in trouble? No, no. <laughs> but it's really funny because okay, I'm just going to tell you right now that I, I love receiving flowers. All right, good to know. And sending flowers online kind of sucks because a lot of time people send flowers and they're really, really bad. They've been burned. Like you put in the money and then your this chick you're dating gets like really ugly flowers. Mm-hmm. So we've all been burned. Like you spend like 19.99 and somehow it becomes 74 dollars and 50 cents. And what shows up isn't what you ordered. I can tell you that that's why the geniuses at thebooks.com, t h e b o u q s dot com, launched a whole new way to send flowers. That's t h e b o u q s. Because they took bouquets and they simplified them. So the Books sends flowers straight from sustainable farms located on an active volcano in South America. What's that part? Dude, I don't know. It's like, like <laughs> people so who are care about this. I know. Like maybe they blow up when they get their something. But it's true. Seriously. It's, uh, you know, that's real. Volcano flowers. So it's kind of a little twist to it. And they charge a flat rate of only $40 with flat delivery. So your loved one gets beautiful flowers. You save cash, and you have to worry they're going to get some royalty flowers. So for a limited time, the Books is offering 20% off with promo code EMILY. So go to thebooks.com. That's T-H-E-B-O-U-Q-S.com. Click on the shop button at the top of the page. Send me um, a book. Don't forget, order today with promo code EMILY to get 20% off flowers from a freaking goddamn volcano. Now, here's the deal. Active <laughs> volcano. So so here's the deal, though, is that it's true. So we're talking about at the beginning of a relationship. If if someone has to tell you something a few times, I hear this all the time from listeners. Like, I've told them. I've told them. Like, right. just come in the door. Like, ask me how my day was. Um, please pay attention to our anniversary. Valentine's Day is important to me. And like a lot of men and women, equal opportunity, don't listen. Absolutely. I think, you know, it's, it's unfortunately, I th- you know, people go into these things. You sort of have to accept at the onset. Um you really can't change somebody unless they want to change. Exactly. And that's just the truth. Like, I mean, I trust me, I, I know more <laughs> than anyone um, that, and, and, and I don't say that in a bad way, but I think you have to just, you know, people just so feel they can change somebody. And it's, it's, it's up to the individual to sort of, they may agree with you and then right. they'll change. 
but they have to it's sort of like self-acceptance it's like trying you know if, if it's it's like an intervention of someone's um you know they have to accept what's wrong with them you can't just do what someone's telling you like you need to exactly. go get help you need to get help cuz they're not going to want to yeah, i always say don't date it. on potential don't date on what they could be exactly you, nobody nobody changes unless they want to change and so there's so many people who are in a relationship they're like well i think he's going to get a job and he's going to start being nice to me and then we're going to get married it's like no 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 you should date with what you see right in front of you and if they want to change, and then you see right. them saying, taking steps towards that change, but that's like one of the biggest mistakes that people make. We just did a show on this about deal breakers, about how people just should pay attention to like, you just, so many people, and a lot of women, I think, I think men do it too, but women more than ever, like, I can change them. Like, I know that for me, he's a bad boy and I'm going to tame him. Ah. Like, no, no, no. You're going to be wasting your whole life with this guy because everybody pretty much shows you who they are on the first date. Or True. Second, third date. My mom says the issues you have in the third date yeah. you have forever. Well, first date's sort of like the presentation. You're not getting a true representation of who they are. Exactly. I'm know, totally not like this. I, I like a girl actually who doesn't wear a ton of makeup because I feel like they're they're putting on the facade. And I really like I like I always say I like to see what a girl looks like in the morning when she wakes up because right. really that's the person you're waking up to. Every are you saying night. you wanted to wake up with me? No, I have a little makeup on go. tonight, but no. No, you okay. look great. Like you're not Thanks. overly done. I'm not. Okay, no, no, no. Good. You look great. I, I, yeah, I, didn't, nope. I would have, but I didn't have time. No. But to your point about people changing, the problem with that is if you're really in a long-term relationship is in time we all change. Right. And so even if you are truly in love with someone in the beginning and it is great, you know, 10 years later, you know, think right. people just evolve. That's just life. Exactly. And your needs may change and you may become different people. And so there is... You know, there's, I guess, inherent signals that you say, oh, I can change that, right? right? Then, yeah, that's probably a bad sign if it's in the beginning. But Exactly. But no, expect know. someone in a long-term relationship to change. You hope you change and grow. We're always changing our entire lives. Yeah, we are. But really if are. you shouldn't date someone thinking like, oh, it's okay that he drinks too much now, or it's okay that no. he's always, he's, you know, he's mean to me in public, yeah, or no, he talks bad to his friend, that's not going to change. But no. yeah, you could expect and hope. That if you're with someone for life or a partner, whatever you want, that that you will grow and change together and you'll Mm -hmm. have active communication and you'll see them changing in like a positive way and support it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an interesting uh, conversation uh, about relationships, I think, as far as. You know, I don't know what your. Do you have a position like on marriage and and those sorts a position? of things? Position, yeah. I mean, like, I think do you it believe? In, some people don't believe in it anymore. Um, um, you know, I've never. I've never wanted to get married. It's never mm-hmm. been like a goal of mine or a focus. And it's funny because he was like, well, you're going to get married? What you're thinking? I've never um, – so personally, I've never been focused on marriage. Right. I've never thought – I've never was a little girl picturing myself in like the wedding dress with the white picket fence ever. Um, but I just – you know, I thought, well, if it ha- – I'm open. Like I'm such an open – like if it happened, that would be amazing. If I met someone, I thought, right. oh, wow, we should be married. But it was never like – I think I'd be disappointed if I didn't get married. And my another position I have is that people probably shouldn't get married before they're thirty. I disagree. Because we really, yeah, absolutely. Why did I mean, you get no, married before thirty? Nothing beats being young, dumb, and in love. It is the most fun you can ever have. Oh, really? Oh, absolutely. Were you dumb? Did you get married in your twenties? Th- uh-huh, absolutely. Oh, you did. So yeah, that's yeah. why. Okay, so how did it go? It was fantastic. I was married for. Uh, well, I'm, should I tell the truth? Yeah. I want people to know it's me, though. Well, like, so they won't fake a few I was, years. No, no, yeah. So I say I was married for 14 years. Oh wow, yeah, good yeah. for you. Yeah, but we were together for like 19. Oh my god, that's yeah, yeah. amazing. I want to toast to that because that's know, a major was, accomplishment. I, it was actually people always look at divorce as like failure. You got divorced. 
assume. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I wouldn't, well, that'd be really I awful. Died. I don't want to like make assumptions, no. but I always assume that like people are like think of divorce as a failure. Here's my no, other no, no. position, and I'm like, it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm like 19 years. Like that's that's really impressive. It's a success. To me. We had a. I by all intents and purposes, it was a success. Yeah. Um, Until it didn't work out, right? Right, so, and actually, well, my belief it's sort of like this. I look at it. I mean, obviously, I think I have an evolved way of thinking because most people take divorce very personally. Right. It's rejection. And, and right. it's, you know, most of them are ugly. I, both my ex and I came from very nasty divorces with our own parents. Right. So we were just sort of resolute, like, we're not going to go down that path. We get along very well. We're very good friends. Um, but I think a, rela- a marriage is neither a beginning nor an end of a relationship. Right. You know, you meet someone, you, you start dating. It's going great. You know, you fall in love, whatever. And then, oh, hey, we're going to live together. And that's another step in the relationship. Right. And oh, hey, we're gonna get, we're gonna, I'm gonna ask you to marry me. We're gonna, you know, now we're we're fiancés. Right. And then now we're married. That's fun. See, that sounds then, fun. The fiance part. It is. And but then, and then you're married, and the married part's fun. And then shit happens. Right. And you know, it's sometimes it's better not to fight it. Or again, it's not about it's not on a it's not a personal thing. I think unless you're outwardly mean to someone, like you right. said, like if sometimes some. Sometimes life happens. Yeah, and you just you do grow apart. No matter how I'm sure you tried, went to therapy, maybe I say a little bit, yeah, a little I mean, bit. It's a, yeah, it's a more to it, but it happened, right? But okay. and then and obviously I think when there's kids involved, there's more uh, to kids. me. Yeah, okay. there's more of a reason to <laughs> there's more of a reason to I think have a, a good Absolutely. connection, right? But obviously most people don't when they get divorced. So for me, it's like so, okay, so we're, ne- we're no longer the married couple, but Your I family, I still. You just that's it. Yeah. And and the truth was, I mean, when I met her, when I met her when I was in my early twenties, uh, you know, my mom was like, you know, ill, and and she really, you know, she became my family. So right. and that's one hundred percent it. She is my family, and she's the mother of my children, and she's a strong woman, and right. you know, I got nothing but respect for her. That's so great. For like I said, for me, and I got to be single and forty and have my shit together. How fun and, is that? Uh, the most I've had the most. Right? Fu- yeah, I've had the most fun the past five years. That's that great. I didn't have in my early 20s. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So I've had fun all the way. No, I haven't. I, I worked a lot in my 20s. No, I worked. I, well, I still work I don't know now. how old you are, so I'm not going right. to assume. I'm not okay. supposed to ask. But I know no, I'm not supposed to ask. I, but I, um, you know, I've been in long-term relationships. I just What's the longest? <laughs> I'd say about three years. That's, it's right. not that long compared to well, you. Again, I don't know. I don't know how old you are, so I don't know right? if you're in your twenties. Yeah, you're I'm like 21. 30. Actually. Fantastic. Um, so yeah. Where did my, your fascination with sex come from? That's what I want to oh, know. Oh, okay. Because you were like you're 24 seven flashlight. Yeah, exactly. Well, I like the flashlight because because I think it helped men think that they talk about toys all the time. They're not just for you know women. They're for I know, men. but when did this start? Okay, for you? so this started for me. It's interesting how um, it happened. Is because my background is actually politics. Okay. Funny enough, I worked in politics in San Francisco. I moved there. I went to University of Michigan. I moved there after college. Are you from Michigan? I am from Michigan. Bloomfield? Yeah, close by, yeah. Uh, Birmingham, so Bloomfield. Uh, Do you know it? Yeah. yeah. Are you from there? Where are you no, from? no, 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 no. I have a, no, my uh, my ex's family. Oh, okay. So you've is, been there. I Not once. Not oh, okay. with her, but I've been there once. But anyway. So I'm from, yeah, suburb of Detroit, and I grew up there, and then I... I went to University of Michigan, and mm. I was studying in, uh, studied psychology and politics, but I was really interested in political science. I was really interested in politics, and so I thought I moved to San Francisco after college because there was all these – I wanted to work for women, helping them get elected to office. Moved to San Francisco, worked in politics for a while, like six, seven years, and then I sort of became disillusioned. I loved it. Like I was mm-hmm. helping women, but I, then I became disillusioned with it sort of because it was all about money and – I didn't – at first I was really idealistic. I was like, I'm going to change the world. this isn't about money. No, this is about <laughs> – but this for me, unfortunately, was about – so back up is that my whole life I was like 
thinking. I was never driven by money. I was all about because my parents raised me they to my mother told me never rely on a man to take care of you. And my father hated what he did. Think my parents are divorced too. But my dad did ugly was a divorce or good divorce. Good divorce. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, but but then my dad didn't love being a lawyer. And then I realized I was going to law school. I took the LSAT. And he's like, I don't like it. So I thought, okay, I can never rely on anyone else to take care of me. And mm-hmm. and so I better figure out what I love. So for me, my big passion in life, and I've always been a very like. I was like a straight A student. Like I worked really hard because I was like, I've got to find out what my passion is. So politics was my passion in college until, I, until it wasn't. And then, oh, and then I read this book, Do What You Love, The Money Will Follow after mm-hmm. college. And I really, yeah. really, truly believe that. I thought like if I find my passion and I'm really good at it. And when politics, it did, but that I wasn't anymore because it was the whole thing. So then I decided one day to make a documentary film, which I'd never made a film about Willie Brown, who was the mayor yeah, yeah. in San Francisco. So I'd never made a film, didn't know anything about it. And I... I whatever I don't even know I found someone who had a camera and I started shooting this film and I and I made a film got into film festivals and I I didn't you know it took me like three years and edited it shot it directed it the whole That's thing awesome. yeah it's good it's called see how they run you can get it on um, iTunes and Netflix very so, cool I'll check yeah, that it out yeah it was on PBS I love thing. documentaries do you me too mm-hmm. so I was obsessed with documentaries that happened I started becoming really interested in film so from there I decided okay I did not like the producing as much I didn't like. The all the I like I'm a good editor, but I just I loved interviewing people and mm-hmm. everyone talked to me because I'm pretty open. I'm like, okay, I love the journalistic side of it. What can I do for my next project? That is something that that obviously you know when you do documentary or film or anything mm-hmm. creative, you got to be like passionate about it. I was like, I've always been passionate about relationships, why they work, why they because I've never wanted to get married. So like, why they work, why they fail, and, and why do you think you never sex. wanted to get married? Just to stop there, well, why do you think like, you never? Because your parents, yeah, or? my parents like. Each I attended four of my parents' weddings before I was twenty five. Like oh my they each got married three times. Yeah. My dad died when I was nineteen. Like I had a very like tumultuous childhood. So uh, I, I bet think mine was more that, tumultuous. What? I bet mine was no, more tumultuous. We could have a tumultuous um, oh, runoff here. What's it called? A, uh, I had a stepdad who walked around naked. Oh, that's pretty horrible. bad. Yeah, it was pretty Did bad. Did you have a good body at least? Oh, it was awful. He oh. would yell at me in the nude. It was the worst. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Mine was abusive, but he wasn't naked. Thank God. Although I did walk in. You, know, you haven't lived until you've been yelled at by your stepfather with his naked. cock in your face. That's terrible. <laughs> no. Horrible. Are they still married? A big, a veiny is a vein. Ew, is you'll a, never forget that. It's a, How's that wine? Is it good? Uh, I love, I should drink need, more during the show. Absolutely. This is really good wine. Is it good stuff? It's really good. Is I love go- that wine. I can't even taste it. Do you want some? I kind of do, but here, here's the deal, guys. Um, I'm not not paying attention to the show. I'm looking <laughs> down, but like you guys should be awkward, and you're not. You're totally natural. Oh, and, good. It's unbelievable. I feel awkward because I feel like the overbearing maitre d staring at both of you. <laughs> That's why I'm looking down. <laughs> Did at my you phone have a lot. any questions? For What's us? the soup? No, we're having like a real date. This is for Rizzle. I know. A couple times you guys Did you say Rizzle. I am sorry, Uh-oh. but I say it ironically. Uh-oh. I don't Minus say it. one meow being. That's even worse. I don't say it. no, but I don't say it. Whatever. You just don't, you don't know me. Don't judge me. Okay, so then, so then, you don't know me. So then, parents, whatever. So I was like, I realized no marriage. You want to do relationship, whatever, stuff. right? And I thought, right. so I invited a bunch of friends over. So I thought I'll do a podcast. I'm still waiting to see how this gets to sex. I'm telling you, I'm I did waiting. a podcast. I thought I'm going to do something about sex and relationships tied in together, like. How do you have good sex? Because those were all the things that confounded me. I thought, okay, but wait, stop right there. I hadn't had the best sex of my life. You had not. I knew that I had not. Okay. I thought everyone else is talking about the best sex, and whenever someone would say to me. Oh my god, it was the best sex. I'm like, what do you mean? Because I'm a questioner. But don't you think they're full of shit? Yes. Because I've ran into so many girls who do who they promote sexuality, but they are indeed not. How do you know? Because you got them in bed and they sucked, or what? Yeah. Right. Exactly. And if they can't, I mean, a deal breaker for me is making out. Right. If you can't kiss them, exactly. Well, you could be. The, you can get better. 
I'm not gonna sit there and go. No, right, you're not you gonna need, say it's right. It's like that. It's it's a it's a deal. It's a it deal. It can't be a deal breaker. Totally. But just but that doesn't mean they're not great in bed if they couldn't kiss you. I don't think that's a good litmus no, test. No, but I, but as far as like a relationship, I making out is so amazing. No, it is. It's true. It's, it's very like, important. But sometimes the first time you're with someone, you might be nervous. So, uh, no. Uh, okay, got I it. Think you that's your deal breaker. That's your deal breaker. I, now there's all this pressure. of God forbid we make out. God forbid. Um, date two, but this is what I'm going to say is that just so I can finish my yeah, thought, yeah, which sorry. I don't often I'm do. No, 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 because just because then I want to get back to the kissing because I have a lot to say about that. Oh, geez. So I thought, so combine my interest in relationships, which I think you hadn't had affects good sex. everybody. And then I thought to myself, I don't think I've had the best sex in my life. And everyone's talking, so I invited a bunch of friends over to my house. No orgasm. Gay, straight. I had orgasms. Gay, but not, you know, gay, straight, married, divorced. And I said, I'm just going to interview you guys separately. On a pod, I created a podcast. I called it Sex with Emily. It came with that name. And I posted it on iTunes. Right. And it became very popular after a few months, probably because it had sex in the title. And then I got a live show on CBS Radio, and that's how it all happened. So when I started, I was not necessarily an expert. Everyone's like, oh, you know. But then I got a live show on CBS Radio. I started getting callers and questions. And and then I interviewed hundreds of people. I read every sex book, and, and I got my doctorate last year. And I feel like, you know, now, not eight years later, I am an expert. But that's really where it started because I thought, you look at all these failed relationships, and there's many things that can go on. But a lot of times it's turned – and you see all the problems people have with sex in relationships. After mm-hmm. a while, the sex wanes, you're together. And I just became really – and I think it's something that I get very bored easily. And I thought, this is going to keep me interested for life because it's so expansive. There's so many things to learn, and I still never – run out of idea for the show. But are you one of those people that feel like you got to keep it spicy in the bedroom and dress up in costumes? No, see, the thing is, okay, well, I'm not going like, to tell you, but people expect that. So, so first, I think people who try that hard have much bigger problems. Yeah, well, no, but I think the couples ways. who have been together for a while might need to do that, but I'm not. If they needed to keep the relationship going, then that's a bit, like, if they're inherently like, yeah, let's, you know, if it's just sort of, or I'm all about organically, things happening organically, I think when you know it's like we've got it, we've got to try something, and it's like, well, because to me those are just symptoms of a bigger problem that are happening yeah, underneath. But sometimes people are together for a long time and they don't talk about their sex life. I'm not, I've never been with someone where that happened, but many people are together for a long time and they don't talk about sex. So, oh, absolutely, they might need to do something to spice Oh, my it up. sex was much better post. Right. See, no, but why? But, but here's the thing: I would never why? say it was bad. No, but why wasn't it amazing? Because you had kids. I was, so, busy. Oh, I was so young, probably. And just See, you shouldn't have gotten married before thirty. I told you. That's all right. I don't regret it. Okay, no, no regret. I don't believe in regrets either. I know. Um, but anyway, I thought so. Sex. What was I saying? So yeah, I thought no. Okay, so the number one question I get asked on personal level is like, are guys like intimidated to date you, or do they expect? I'm like, yeah, they expect that they're going to go on a date with me. And I'm going to have like a sex swing in my <laughs> bedroom, and I'm going to have sex toys laid out, and I'm going to be dr- no. I mean, honestly, I'm like a. Well, nice that's girl. the image, at least. Totally, and that so you can understand why they think that. I know, but, but it was I, weird because when we were texting each other before this all came down today, yeah? I didn't get that vibe. Like, I'm, like your persona, and I don't want to like ruin anything yeah. for your listeners, but like I was like, oh, she seems cool. No, and, and then yeah. and then it's like sex, 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 sex. So, you know, I was, I'm sex, curious. Oh, you mean like my Twitter and my Yeah. Shows. Oh, yeah. You know, do you have to pee or are you about to blow your G-spot? You know? Well, that's, I'm educated. I'm educating No, I get people. it. I just, I'm trying to figure out who the real, who the real um, person is. Right. You know? So, um, yeah. Who the is real, the real person? The real Will Emily. the real Emily please stand who, up? Who is the real Emily? I'm, you know, I'm all about helping people have better sex. That's my professional thing. Helping right. people have better sex and relationships and sex information. Communication, I think, is the key to better sex, period. I always say communication is a lubrication. It's, sure, that's a good one. 
communication is lubrication. You hate what I'm saying, but it's true. No, no, no. I think, no, it's just a you great catchphrase. No, you put that on a t-shirt. I should. Write that down, Lauren. Communication is lubrication. No, but it's just true. And I think that couples who don't, and I think that couples need to communicate at the beginning if just no, what they want, what you want, their desires. Like you said, even about the flowers, like talk about it. So the problems come in relationships where people like don't talk. They've been together 10 right. years. I'm like, well, do you know what? Because I, I, all I do is answer emails, questions, callers about how to help people with their sex life. It's like, well, have you ever talked about your, no, mm-hmm. we've been together 20 years. You never talked about it. You don't know what turns her on. Do you know if she's had an orgasm? I mean, people like you can't believe how far they get in relationships. So I'm like, talk from the beginning. It's very hard. Sex is so taboo in our society, and talking about it. I mean, we don't. We're not trained to. We don't get like. There's not like a class on how to talk about sex unless you listen to my podcast. But yeah, I think that I'm not. I'm like a nice girl from the Midwest, really. No, you seem very cool, actually. But I'm not. But I do have a sex talk show, so that is runs into some problems when people don't know me and they do think that I'm going to be this crazy sex girl. Yeah, and to be honest, yeah. Oh, that's all I'm gonna say. It's not, I mean, I'm not. Look at I'm. I'm pretty open minded, so I come in. I, I think I have a reasonable, um, reasonable expectation of people. I wasn't expecting to come in and be on what the doc, on the Doctor Susan Block. Did show. you think I was gonna have a sex swing in here no, and have no. sex toys no, out ready to go? No, you don't. Did you honest, think I was gonna be wearing lingerie? No, because I'm pretty aware, and so like if our tech, like I again, you you text like a normal, sensible person. I am normal. That's what I'm saying. So, right. but if your texts were like, "Oh, it's gonna be great. We're gonna pull out dildos and lubricant," oh, right. and I'd be like, oh, "I'm not the gonna." The dildos go. are in my bag. I'm gonna pull them out after that. Fantastic. Just, this is in ten minutes. Excellent. Um, yeah, but, but that I, was a couple weeks ago. No, really. Chad, yeah, I do talk that. about sex toys, sex toys a lot because I do think that a lot of women. I think they're hot. I love. Yeah. I mean, that's, do you? Oh my god, my tell me my fetish. You want my, my yes. I mean, a girl, a woman masturbating is probably the hottest thing in the world. Right. Yeah, I don't watch porn with guys in it. <laughs> Emily's thinking you've come to the right place. Oh my yeah. god, I always talk about mutual masturbation is like the hottest thing you can do, oh, or absolutely. just a guy watching a woman because a it's hot, and b you know exactly what she does right. turn on and then you can kind of repeat that so i've actually cut down on my amount of sex a lot now why because i i did it so much after my divorce right. that you were I, like i, I kind of killed it shop? i kind of killed it i think and for so me just I, using the flashlight no okay no no but i think there's a lot of other fun things to do besides inter- i think intercourse is a very personal act right and i think i i obviously had my fun but i it 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 lost something for me and for me if i'm with a woman there's so many things you can do besides actual intercourse right. where you can get off. And for me, that I have, a, I have just as much fun. Um, I'd rather – I'm holding the sex closer to the vest now. Right. That's good. It's good not you know. to just to like uh, blow it all at once. I was, I was a bit slutty. Were you? Oh, absolutely. After, of course. That's absolutely. That's like a reaction to – Oh, I, it was great. Was it fun? Because so no, I was a really serious. awkward kid. I was a really awkward kid. So I, I wasn't like worldly experienced going into marriage. So right. – um, coming out of it, I had a whole different attitude about it, and um, and you probably weren't having the best sex while you were married for a while. You don't have to say that. You don't have to confirm or deny. But then you no, went, it was fine. It right, was it was fine. It was, fine. It was yeah, just fine, whatever. I was with you know I was with the same person for a very long time, right. and it was but it wasn't it, whatever. You uh, had fun when you got divorced, so I, did. I get it. So now, so sex toys. What kind of sex toys do you like or turned you on or have you seen? Are you familiar with? When women use them on themselves, I haven't had, I have not experienced that that much. Oh, you've never. A lot of girls are very self conscious about doing that I in front know, of a guy. I know, I know, and they shouldn't be because I think I it's kind of hot. I, it is kind of hot. I think that men, yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't watch, I don't like watching pornography with guys. I don't, I, if I'm going to watch porn, it's either a girl by herself or with another woman. Because right. watching a dude have sex is like, you feel like the weird guy in the room. Like, why yeah. am I watching this guy pound exactly. this girl? That's me right now. 
What you like? What I'm what's the you? weird guy in the room. You are the well, weird guy. You're like our third. But we're not having. We're How do you doing? feel, Anderson? What's your commentary? So Is far? it weird? Hey, Stevo once said, and I totally agree with him here. Who? Uh, Stevo. Oh, Stevo from Jackass. Okay, yeah, because yeah, he's worldly. <laughs> he is. Everyone knows Stevo. Yes, no, I know. Write, he is. We're gonna write this down. Yeah. He what said that watching say? porn without uh, dudes and dick is like watching uh, uh, like uh, skateboard ramps without skateboarders on them. It's weird. There's something for everyone. I agree. I mean, I I think that a lot of men have that like one dick theory, like they want to be the only dick in the room. Yeah. But then some men like like watching lesbian porn. It's something for everyone, I think. But yeah, I, 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 I was I, lesbian porn when I was a lot younger, and it's just sort of evolved. And like, I'll just watch a girl masturbate. That's right. Which I, sites do you watch? Listen to. Um, watch. You don't tell me. Watch. No, listen. I mean, um, well, what's great now? What's I mean, it's killed the whole porn business. It's just all these free websites now. So like, I know it's all free. I'll get. I'll give a plug to NudeVista.com. Nude Vista. Okay, let's get them. I don't know. They, just, they list Never everything. Is that like a two? Channel. Yeah, it's just where they like list every porn hey, imaginable. Like, I, I came across one. A friend of mine um, yeah. sent me this hor- horrible email, which I opened <laughs> by mistake, and that's how I found out about it. Uh, and I've never went back. But there's one called sure. Beautiful Agony. Yes, that's uh, what I was going to say. Beautiful Agony. Say Beautiful Agony. I was just now. Yeah. Women are masturbating. You just see their faces. Why? Um, because you and I. You just see their faces and they're masturbating. Oh, I think I've seen yeah, one of those ones. That's been around for a long great. time. Yeah. Someone gave me their free password once. Mm. There's nothing beats Hot. nothing beats watching a girl have an orgasm. Yeah, it's a true. A couple of weeks ago, I've been trying to say this, I, I keep butting I mean, into the date the wrong spot. Yeah, maitre d'. I'm sorry. Would <laughs> it's you like, like, would you like any more wine? <laughs> Emily, it's is good. the wine good? It's it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. yeah. Do you think it's good? Yeah, I do. Emily, I like you like the wine? I like or is the it bad wine. wine? Okay. It's great wine. Uh, Redwood Redwood Creek. Creek. Redwood Creek. You guys are drinking. A couple weeks ago, Emily had a guest in here who uh, was like the sex toy expert. And they were like literally fencing in there with sex toys. There was sex toys. So I do do that. I I have a lot of sex. My entire garage is filled with with, with sex toys. What's your favorite? Um,. I would say that egg shape depends. on the end where it gets it cur- curves up and hits your G spot. So There's you can a million squirt. of those um, G spot vibrators. You mean? Uh, I'm more into yes. I do like some like the like the G key by um, Jeju is a popular one. But I like I like G spot. I like. Um, there's a lot of great G-Spot vibrators. But if you go to sexwithemily.com slash goodvibes, you can see the store of all my favorite toys. But right now, I like clitoral vibrators because the problem is a lot of women do not get enough clitoral stimulation during intercourse because the man's penis is nowhere hitting her. Well, they're not. the guy's not spending enough time beforehand. That's then. true. He needs to warm her up with foreplay. It's such but a fine line. But guys don't do that. But if what? you do too – it's just – it's tricky. Because, and again, a girl that communicates is really important because right. you can spend time – in that area and, and she's like you're doing nothing or you're doing too much or too hard you gotta lighten up like you really I've learned so much about like I, I'm Tell apparently me. I'm good with my hands is what I'm told oh, so I, I spent a lot of time working on that that's and good that's a good skill yeah yeah and but but that said it's like when you're a guy and you're just like well I'll just rub it and rub and sometimes you're it's too much right so, every woman is different it's like snowflakes yeah. like you put a hundred women in a room and they're all gonna be like touching themselves differently and it's hard because nothing's the same. So guys are like, well, my last girlfriend always had an orgasm, you know. So I like the Leia vibrator, L-A-Y-A, Leia. Um, it's a good clitoral one. And then for G-spot vibrators, I like the – it's called the G-key. How do I even spell it? It's like G-I-K-I. But do you use so both at the same time or um, – I mean it depends or – you know, I don't know. I'm not busy. Like, honestly, I have a garage full of vibrators. And I like, I told my assistant, I'm like, you got, because I, I do stuff, do sex toy reviews. I mean, I don't actually do them live, like intern sex toy review day, but you have, I'm like, you have to schedule time. Do? Yeah, they your love interns it. Interns review vibrators. It's a great job. That's an they get free toys. Job. And um, I'm like, can you just schedule? Like, I'm kidding, but I'm like, I need to have like masturbation time I schedule because I'm so busy, which is ironic. You think I would do all the time because I have so many toys, but I have a store, sexlemy.com slash good vibes, where you can see all my favorite things. Right. 
but I like all different fun, you know, I just think it's fun to mix it up, you know? Well, is it different for you if you're doing like a quick sesh versus a real sesh? Like a real sex, like a re- intercourse? No, no. Sex ma- no masturbation. Like there's like, oh, I got to just get off really quick. Oh, yeah. Versus the, the, like the magic lights wand. and candles and what the Hitachi. Yeah. It's not the, called Hitachi anymore, but the, it is the magic the, wand. The massager. That's what I love about Brookstone. You go into Brookstone and see I all those know. massagers. Like that's not for your neck. Exactly. No, the Hitachi is like the two minute orgasm. It's It's like. But I that's got a quick. Minutes. But like, yeah, exactly. That but do you ever plan wall. like a long, like I'm going to sit here for about yeah, 20, and I 30 th- hours? Yes. I think that, that that all women should do that because the and biggest men. Pro- And men. Absolutely. Right. With the flashlight. But no, I think I'm that- not, a, I'm kidding. I'm not going to force a flash on you. But you I really, think that, I'm not. I think that a lot of women, the problem sexually, because mm-hmm. I, I feel bad for men, honestly. If I was a man and I had to figure out the vagina, which I think is like the Rubik's Cube of life, I, it would be really hard because they're so- not that the penis are all different, but it's complex. Like, it's how, what we, different women need. And I think the problem is, though, is that women, men are men are raised to believe that, like, i got to figure this out and give her an orgasm. Whereas I think... You think that? That women... You don't think men are more selfish in bed? They are, but then eventually maybe they... Yes. I do think some men are selfish, but there are some men... Like, I don't have fun unless she's having fun. Right. And that's a very... That's a deal killer. Like, if a girl's like, just finish, and yeah. it's just like, no. You're like, I'm out. Right. But I there's a lot of men who aren't like you, and there's a lot of men who are like, I don't give a shit what happened to you. Yeah. But... I think the problem is that a lot of women expect that the man's going to know, but they don't spend that time figuring out their own bodies because they think the guy's right. going to know. But he's not going to know unless you know. So women have to spend more time masturbating, like figuring out what makes them feel good. Absolutely. Like it, they could have erogenous zones they, they never even dreamed existed, and they didn't spend the time figuring out their own body. So Absolutely. I think it's important for women to do that, take that time. So, yes. We're talking a lot about sex. It's a sex at that I know. Show. I know. But, not, but if we were on a real date, would we be talking about sex? No, all I the actually time? always tell people that you shouldn't talk about sex. That's on the what first I'm saying. Date. However, I can never, I can't escape it because no, that's what course. I do for a living. No, Unless I, get I try it. to hide what I do, which I can't. It's hard because they Google me or something happens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, we're on a sex talk show, so exactly. it's not like I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe you talked about sex. No, all right, time. you're not going to judge like me I, for that. No, no. Because normally not. I wouldn't. Like normally, in fact, I I prefer if people don't know what I do for a living when we. That's why I said, oh, remember you messaged me? You're like. I knew you looked familiar to me, misadvised. I was like, uh-oh, because I'm like, there he goes. He thinks sex with Emily. Like, I don't right. like that people see me as sex with Emily sex. before. What? What's the douchiest thing uh, a date's ever said to you after finding out that you're uh, sex with Emily? Um, uh, the douche. I, I, I bet you could guess that. Um, you better I bet be there's good. like a bunch of douchey things. Oh. I think the obvious one is, I mean, you know, you want to do some homework tonight? Or you, want yeah. to- <laughs> you better be good in bed or something. I don't know. I won't get it, but that was on the show. I don't know. Like, just like, or they're super interested all of a sudden. You know what? That should be your or next you book thought- douchiest douches. And just like like uh, stories about like bad dates. Not that this is one. This is Douche a good one. This is the first bad date. No, just kidding. Wow. Uh, I'm just joking. That's just a wine I'm humor, talking humor, humor, humor. I'm funny. That's um, me hitting no, my head against no, the No, but microphone. I think um, the douchiest douchey things are just like, no, I just think the guys all of a sudden become really interested. I think the douchiest thing is like Lauren looking at shirtless guys. No, she's 22. She just moved here. Cute guys. She's, she's just a cute guy. That's what she likes. She's one of With abs? I can't they have six-pack abs? I, I said to her, she's, she's a trainer. She liked that. I talked her out of it. Didn't I, Lauren? You didn't. She's the way she shaking her head. I'm like, really? This guy's not even asking about you. And he's got his shirt off. Like, this is not your guy. But I'm also, you know. I can't tell her what she wants to do. It could be do. Mr. Right now. Right. You can sleep with him tonight. And as long as you're on time tomorrow to work, I don't care what you do. Um, but the douchiest thing, I just think that 
you know, they probably don't say it to me, but they're thinking, oh, I. So sometimes it's got to the point where it. they're like, oh, do they only want to date me because yeah, of yeah. sex with Emily? Is she really good in bed? Is she not? Whatever. So no, I is get she going to have crazy sex stuff going on in her house, like a dungeon, which I don't have? <sighs> FYI. Show's over. Show's over, no dungeon, but I do. I did know. take a tour of a dungeon once. You did? How yeah, was it? Yeah, it was awesome. It was in San Francisco. Of course. It was amazing. It was, it's, and Kink, again, kink.com? No, it, what was it called? I can't remember. I used to live there. I met this oh, girl. Oh, you know that. Kind I of, met this girl. Of. Right? She took you a dungeon? And it, it just, you know, we, again, I, I tend to do this thing where I really sort of build, like, I, I like the dialogue with women. So it's not just about, like, you know, I just like to get to know people. And I was up there, and I knew that she was a, a dominatrix, or you know, or I think that was what. it a date. No, we we just sort of met up for like a drink, but then she's like, "You want to tour the dungeon?" I was like, "Yeah, right." But I don't course. really have interest in doing, and I don't right, but you want to see it. Like, and I got a whole tour; it was fantastic. It was like uh, here was like the sort of church themed room, and then I remember we were walking by a bathroom, and and she's and I was like, "Oh, and this is the bathroom," and she's like, "Yeah, that's where we pee and shit on people." Oh. And she pointed at the the bathroom, right, and I was like, all that. "That's horrible." The dominatrixes, no, they do. Like I know a lot. They make good money, and they don't even yeah. have to have sex. They just have to like do crazy shit to men. They never have sex. It seems like it's Mm-mm. just about you know guys like getting stuff rammed up them, and you right. know they like being sort of embarrassed or ridiculed. Exactly, and... exactly. It was that's very intriguing. That... But that's sort of that's been my whole sort of post. Like I just like it the experience. Like you had a good time. I just like the experience of it all. I really oh, do. I that's know. why I'm sitting word. here. Well, What's that's that? What... What was your safe word? That oh, you I, came up with? I said I didn't do anything. No, you just said to her, man. But see, this uh, is why I like. This is why I think that sex is so interesting to me. And, and so, what I said is, what I didn't finish my story was that my whole life was about like, what's my passion? What's my purpose? How can I change the world? Right. And the first time I did my show, I thought I finally, like, I thought it was politics. I thought it was film. And I was like, this is it because I knew that I enjoyed hearing people's stories, and I, and and that it would infinitely. There's nobody. People are like who are your audience? I'm like. Who is in my audience? Like, right. who doesn't either have too much sex, not enough, they don't want it, whatever it is. It's something that touches everyone. And I'm learning, and everyone else is learning, and I think we all learn from each other. So, to me, I think it's something that's just interesting. Like, it's just, it's expansive. And right. people are so limited, I think, in their sex life. They keep doing the same things over and over again. And I think it's good to, like, not talking about doing crazy stuff, but just keep, your sexuality can be so expansive. There's, mm-hmm. like, so many cool things that you could experience or feel that you don't even know because you're used to doing everything the same way. And it's just, I don't, not even that, just, yeah, that and just that when sex dies in a relationship, people think there's a lot of people who just kind of write it off, like, it's okay, we're friends, whatever. But it's it's really is the glue a lot of times. It doesn't have to be the most important thing. Mm-hmm. But if you stop having sex, there's a problem. Like, if you, like, years go by and you're like, well, we're friends, I get it for the well, kids. Well, years go by, wow. Or month, people, they're, even they're months. Like, I mean, definitely months. I believe. But you're not attracted anymore, and you don't even want to have it. But you tried, and too much time went past. I think that then your roommates. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And then we all. Need, I mean, unless you're like, unless you are not someone who's interested in sex, it's important. It's tough. It's it's hard. I mean, marriage is. It, again, I know. I'm, not, I congratulate you for your 19 year commitment. It was fantastic. I'm sure. It was. It sounds um, wonderful. But, you know, uh, it's it's a hard thing to sustain, and I think that. You know, you know, our grandparents got married for different reasons and our parents got right. Our, you know, my parents were the first generation to get divorced and then right. they were disasters at that. And oh, so they had a bad divorce. Oh, yeah. 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 How did horrible. it affect? It was like, how old were you? Um, I was six. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, rough. Was, Where did you grow up? Um, you like to say or no? You tell me after. I'll later. say after. Okay. Just, got it. Matter. That's, but, t- that's it, tough. It was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And but I don't know, like 
but it's weird to see people who get married now and it ends in divorce and it gets really nasty. Right. And again, because people take things personally. Right. Exactly. They do. So. They what? They take it personally. That mm-hmm. they. Yeah, I know. And and I feel like for people, hopefully you hand it well. And so you have children. Like you never want to be that couple who's like, you know, no, trashing no, no. your partner. No, absolutely not. But also, it is it is very hard on children. But I also think that no, I was going to say is that that marriage. I just think it's great that you, 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 I don't look at it as a failure, like I said. No, like people, I don't. I don't look at a lot of things like failure. I'm very proud of my marriage, right. actually. Like, it sounds I did amazing. that. You did and it. I did it right, and married. I don't know if I'll ever do it again. Exactly, but, but like you had kids and you did the thing, and mm-hmm. so it doesn't work. It doesn't mean that like your life is that people just beat themselves up, I think. No, they when do. When the best thing to do from any kind of thing that you might perceive as a failure is how can I learn from this? Yeah. What have I learned about myself? You know, there's so many people who go through breakups and they blame their partner and they never look at themselves. Right. And I think it's such a good, great time for growth and to learn about yourself when you but go that, through that. But that said, too, I would say that as much fun as I've had in the last five years, and it's actually literally coming up on the five years of when everything went to shit, um, <laughs> that um, I've been thrown sort of for a, like in a real tailspin relationship wise, figuring out what do I want? Do, right. do I want, would I want to be married again? I don't, you know, so many, there's so many um, external factors that have contributed to who I am now, but it's hard. In some ways, I'm very lost in the relationship front. Right. It's like I've dated, I've met some really great women who I just couldn't go more than you know. I think the longest relationship I've had in the last five years has been a month or two. Wow. Okay. And then, what, do you end it or they end it or both? I usually, I here's the thing. Like I don't fuck around. Like I when I you can tell, like game over. I don't get people who stay together for six months and then break up. It's right. like, don't you sort of, if your eyes are open, I feel like. Most you, people's you, eyes aren't open though. A lot of people have to create fantasies about someone. I'm going to change them, whatever. So but, you end it. But that said, I also, you can also be very self-defeating. So it, you know, where, so you've had where month does, long relationships in the last five years. So now you're, so now you're, the pendulum has swung. You're like, okay, I did that. And now you're like, okay, maybe I want something more But it also, but then it's also, you have to look internally. Well, what kind of people am I attracting? Right. And again, exactly. people who love to complain about, I can't meet the right girl. Ugh. I can't meet the right guy. They want to blame everyone else. It's like, you kind of have exactly. to look at why you're attracting that kind of person. Right. I always tell people to do that lesson. If you keep dating the same person over and over again, you are the common denominator, not them. Right. Look at or yourself. If, or if you're going to bars. or It all depends on how you're spending your days. Exactly. And so, um, but all that said, so, you know, I feel like I've met some better people lately, but it's, you know, again, I've been through so much. Right. Um, it's, it's. And life's so short, and I love having, I love just enjoying every minute. So I don't know. It's hard because I, I do, I, you know, I'm alone sometimes and right? sad. And do you get and, lonely? Oh, absolutely. Oh, and there were days, especially getting used to being when you're with someone. What? What's, Nothing. Uh, go ahead. You know, when you're with someone for as long as I was with someone, you know, it was a. Once you're suddenly alone, yeah. there's a whole de- oh for sure. There's a I whole s- detangling process that right. really messes you. I up. I mean, it's like you're wiring. You're like, this is yeah. just not. Yeah, and you probably have your kids half time or whatever. Mm-hmm. How how old are your kids? Uh, my daughter's 15. Um, okay. You and have then, to get into it? Well, it's going to really bring... We're going okay, to... No, it, no, I'm going to say it, but we're not going to spend time talking about it because this really isn't the show. Okay. Me. I actually lost one of my children. Oh. Yeah. So, sorry. but we don't okay. have to talk about that anymore. Okay. But yeah, so that that had nothing to do with the divorce right. or anything. But, okay. Um, but again, it, it, it all plays into who yeah, I am. for sure. And what I'm doing. And, sorry. And, no, no, no. Don't, no, please. Right. No, right. No, It's not... This isn't the, you know, death and dying show. Right. So... Um, You've been through a lot. Absolutely. And you've been uh, through a date on live on the air. I know. Is the show over? Yeah. I think we got to wrap up. <sighs> wrap it up. We got another show going here. But um, thank you so much, Chad, for being on the show with me. I hope you had a good date. What do you think? 
It was fun. It was great. Sadly, I got I, I left on such a low note. No, that's okay. You're and great. then I lost a child. Dun, 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 um, dun, dun, dun. So anyway, Anderson, thank you for um, being here as my bodyguard, just in case he was yeah, a crazy was person. But he's not rape, crazy. I he's really sweet. And everyone should check out Anderson's podcast. Where can oh, they yeah. find it? You always, I always forget. Uh, the Film Vault. The Film Vault it, is a killer podcast. It is. This week we're doing top five uh, actors that died too young. So once again, low note. Sorry, guys. But this yeah, right? French music is making it nice date music that's so date it's so romantic it is romantic with my Emily and Tony these are my candles this is my my, uh, these are my candle line it smells good massage candles so this is turned into massage oil yeah so if you if you blow it out and you pour it on your skin it makes your skin really soft or you can give a massage but it's like not sticky or he massages butt with it hey guys before we end the show here can I get uh, highlights and lowlights of the date Oh, okay. Are you guys comfortable with that? There's a low lights? Oh. There could be. Probably think, probably me talking about the loss of a no, child. No, no, I would think that's really raw and honest. I wouldn't say that. I thought I thought it was good. I thought there we connected no, really well. We had good connection. I, I think Chad's low light was when you turned and yelled at me and you got really mad at me. That well, part of this podcast I'm going to cut out. Okay, yeah. I can't remember. I was put off by that a little. But, um, I think I just talked too much and but, talked over Emily. No, you didn't. I, I think it's good. I don't have any low lights except for, let me think. Uh, I can't think right now. Can we do it next? My week? highlight is Lauren looking at a guy with hot abs on <laughs> Tinder. So your highlight was my assistant. Do you want her number? No. Oh, okay. No, absolutely not. Um, that's cool. She's hot. She is. She's sweet. Are we um, gonna get a drink? Are we gonna do that? Yeah. Gonna do you want to get a drink after? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. More drinks. Okay, I'll, we're gonna I get a drink. So. so I'll fill you in next week. Okay, everyone. Thanks, Anderson, and thank you, Lauren, for being a wonderful assistant. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Oh, follow me on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. Sex with Emily. Thanks so much for listening to Sex with Emily. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Sex toys aren't just for women. Go to sexwithemily.com slash fleshlight to discover the best sex toys for men. The fleshlight. A lot of guys say it feels even better than sex, and it helps build stamina, meaning you'll last longer in bed. Go to sexwithemily.com slash fleshlight to see my fleshlight recommendations and get one tonight. Perhaps play a little game called Just a Tip. Just for a second, just to see how it feels. Hey, this is Jordan Harbinger, host of the Art of Charm podcast, the number one dating and relationship advice podcast in iTunes. I'm Emily Morse, host of the Sex with Emily podcast, the number one sex and relationship podcast on iTunes and at sexwithemily.com. And this is Just the Tip. All right, Emily, boobs. What's the, what's the deal? Mm-hmm. A lot of girls want one thing. A lot of girls want something totally different. Are there guidelines... I feel like sometimes I'm lost when I get a new pair. When you get a new pair of breasts, you don't know what to do about them. Well, here's the thing. Every woman is different. Some women love their breast touch. They want to have them to be lavish with attention. In fact, a nipple orgasm, second most pop- popular orgasm really? there is on the planet. However, some women, they, they don't want to touch at all. For women. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so the deal, yeah, exactly. It's for women. But I think with every new sexual act, every new pair of boobs you run into, you got to start slowly because you don't know what kind of pressure she likes. So you can start like rubbing her nipples very tenderly, mm-hmm. gently. Start gentle and see how she reacts. Cup her breasts. You don't want to like, you know, rip them out. You don't want to like <laughs> you knead don't, them Really? First. You don't want to rip the boobs out? No, you want to okay. lightly graze your fingertip around the breasts and then you might decide if she's cool with that. Then you move on to some light tugging and other nipple manipulations. I'm Who just, knows? You might have nipple clamps by the end of the night. I'm just thinking like Jack the Ripper mode. Like you don't want to rip the breast set. Oh, that's what I've been doing wrong. Exactly, <laughs> dude. That's why you didn't get a second date. Right. No, but it's all about paying attention to how she is reacting. So if she's moaning when you're ripping her boobs, then you're right. on the right track. <laughs> you're on the right if track. If she's leaving the house, running out the door, not so much. Right. Got it. 
Excellent. So look for her verbal cues, size, faster, sharper intake of breath, look at her body language. And um, you don't have to be a mind reader, but a body reader could score you major points. Excellent. If you guys want to learn more from The Art of Charm about dating, relationships, and even networking for business, visit us at theartofcharmpodcast.com or check us out in iTunes and follow me on Twitter at The Art of Charm. And check out the Sex with Emily podcast at sexwithemily.com and on iTunes if you want to have the best sex of your life, that is. Also, follow me on Twitter at sexwithemily.